It's with Stephen Howe and Graham Cove, sponsored by Backer Elkhuizen. Thank you. You can get off now. Come on, stop that. Stop the bed. And at this stage, people think they've frozen, but they haven't. <laughs> they just aren't moving on the screen. <laughs> stop moving, Graham. People think their Wi-Fi's down. Oh, it's, it's great, actually, when people think that, you know, mm. morning, everybody, afternoon. In fact, it's it's two minutes past 12. Sorry about uh, being a couple of minutes late. We were just um, imbibing cups of tea. Yeah. And, and that's <laughs> and that's our only excuse. We, it's better to be honest, Graham, with these sort of things, Ooh, isn't it? Today? Fantastic. Um, one of the things that I'd like to talk to you about today um, is events. Have you have you been out doing many events? Recently? Uh, yes, I was at an event on Wednesday this week, um, which was held in Manchester um, at a hotel. A funny story with that. So when I arrived, the um, I, I know you're into you're not into your football massively, Graham. But there was a there was a team playing Manchester United called Atalanta. So not Atlanta, Atalanta, which is an Italian football team. So when I arrived at the hotel, this was Wednesday. Manchester United were playing Atalanta on Wednesday night. So the players were obviously stopping there and there was coaches and people milling about. There was coaches and there was a coach. So the coach of the team and the physical coach had come over. But one of the first things I found out when I got there was that um, some of the guys at this conference I went to who'd been who'd stopped over on Tuesday night, there'd been some issues with the fire alarm during the night on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, which is sort of a classic tactic of how to disrupt the opposition for a football game yeah. is to give them a pretty bad night's sleep. So I sort of, someone told me the story and had a little bit of a, a chuckle to myself about that. And funnily enough, Atalanta were winning 2-0 and cruising and Manchester United went and beat them 3-2. I wonder how much of that was down to the fact that they'd had a poor night's sleep, interrupted yeah. poor night's sleep. But yeah, the old the old school tactics of uh, setting the setting the fire alarm off on the opposition are still, are still strong despite us being there in 2021. Oh my word! Did you used to have that at university? I I I had that at university so many times. In my mm. first year at university, I lived in a block of flats, which they've pulled down now. Okay, it says everything, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, it was a it was a death trap, right? Um, and they they along the hall we had like little shared kitchens, and the amount of times I had to get up in the middle of the night put clothes on yeah. or not put clothes on, just grab a blanket and, and wander outside in the middle of the night because someone made toast in the middle. Of the yeah. But they turned the dial up really high. So instead of it being on two or three, it was charcoal at around five and then therefore it set the, the smoke alarm off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Classic. It's, yeah, it is. It's a classic thing that kind of, mm. that kind of happens to you. And it's all because the lady loves milk truck. No, it's all because do you remember that one? It's all because um, someone had been out out drinking. Yeah, and uh, you get back, and they suddenly get peckish for toast. There was nothing uh, else in. What have we got? We've got a slice of war. We got we got a loaf of Warburton's. Right, whack four slices in. Bit of butter. Happy days. Soak up the that's alcohol. That's probably part of the problem, actually. 
getting as many slices of toast in there as you possibly yeah. can. <laughs> yes. um, too many for the actual slot. Yeah, and then burning, burning either side. Yeah, that's that was probably half of the yeah. half of the half of the problem. Um, so we've got lots to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, we'll go through some of the subjects we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. we will have um, later on. Um, and have you found me a photo? Yeah, and you like this one? Oh, great, fantastic! So we will have the return of uh, guess the ergonomic products slash stroke person, yeah, stroke expert, whatever. This um, covers all of them. This is this is a, this this could be a long Great. game. There's a there's a lot of content going on in this one, Graham. Oh no, I can I can hear the dog, um, trying to get in to, to the room for the guessing uh, game. He wants the, to be for, in on the re show. Ready for ready for the guessing game. I think I think we might have to let him in for the guessing game. Just hold yeah, on. yeah, because yeah, he's you know I know he's a massive massive fan. Here we go. Here he is. Here he is. Here he is. He's our official pet, official pet of the show. Yeah, he is. He is the mm. official pet of the show. This is true for everybody. There you go, look. There Hello, we go. Hello, everybody. I am... Um, Started doing some. I'm started doing some posts actually on LinkedIn. I don't know whether you've seen that. Um, but I started no, I didn't posts. know you posted on it. I didn't know you posted on LinkedIn, Graham. This, yeah, is, this is news just, to me. That's something I do in my spare yeah. time. Um, yeah. But I started doing some posts where I introduce. <laughs> I, I need. To, have you got any pets? No, I've None seen it. And no. Oh. Uh, could you class children you as pets? Can we get your snail? Or... Yeah, or if I see like a bird or something in the back garden, entice it into the house and just sort of get me in a like a robin or a blackbird sat on my shoulder like a, a pirate. So. Yeah, no, I just started doing these posts where I try yeah. and introduce people via their pets. Um, and, and it works uh, blatantly on the basis that uh, people prefer to see animals and, and small children rather than um, adults. Is, but is, do do they do the pets so far have any of the pets look like their owner? That's always the classic sort of mm. thing with a dog, isn't it? You know, like it's a you know someone looks like a a bulldog chewing a wasp because they have got a bulldog at home, something like that. Well, it's interesting you should mention that because that that brings to mind one of my favourite TV programmes, which is um, the the zoo programme from Chester Zoo. Do you ever? Oh that? yes, a, yeah. a few episodes, a few, yeah, yeah. It's so fascinating. Right. It is absolutely fascinating that, and, I, and I'm, I'm not being derogatory here, but you can really see in the, the, the keepers that look after certain animal. Okay. You can really see that they kind of try and mirror the animal. They're morphing into the animal they look They're after. They're morphing in, yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know that he's still there, but the, the, the older gentleman that used to look after the apes, Okay. Yeah, had kind of that, you know, the the long hair and the and the beard, and he kind of just the way he held himself. Yeah, was very sort of indicative of the the the, the, the behaviour of the apes. Was he a bit of, like Charlton Heston from the Planet of the yeah. Apes film? Had yeah. he taken on that sort of demeanour? That that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got a really really lovely way. But then there's someone on this week, a younger chap. Okay. And the he was looking. That's right. He was looking after otters. And he got, he got this kind of little otter moustache, okay, you, you know, and and kind of <laughs> just 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 and and little glasses, and okay. He just, and he just it's just kind of like 
you, you do look a little bit like yeah, yeah. your animal. I'm sure it happens. Yeah. I'm sure it happens. You spend the whole day with them. I suppose you end up sort of becoming one of them, as it were, and then thinks, well, I might as well look. If I'm going to behave like one, I might as well look like one. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, if anyone wants to share a photo, by the way, in, in, the, in the next week or so, while this is yeah. going around, if anyone wants to share a photo of themselves next to their animal where they feel like they've really kind of morphed into... <laughs> That would be their, good. Their animal. That would be that would be marvelous. That would be marvelous. So yeah, we're still waiting to confirm guests or see if yep. we've got a guest for, for later. If anyone's watching this and they would like to take part, um, you know, by all means just let me know in the comments. Um, and I can send you a link. You mentioned um, before had I been out, Graham. I went to this conference on Wednesday, but met yep. someone who we'd had i can't think if he came on the show briefly or we got involved in quite a lot of the heavy chat back and forward but patrick clark um oh, yes. i met patrick the other day um Why? in person and i think he i think i'm a long time ago i'm sure we had him on for sort of 10 or 15 minutes on one of our very early shows but yeah met patrick clark um lovely guy I met him the other day and uh chatting all things uh dsa and his his beloved ipswich town as well so yeah really nice guy so uh, yeah after meeting one of these people who you've met sort of electronically now to meet them in person was uh was really nice okay so one of our subjects uh for today is this because coming up is half term mm. working at home with the children mm. have you got have you you're you're taking the time off next week i'm off next week so, but we've got a half and half situation because my mm. oldest son is off today, but he's 14 and he just right. carries on. And, you know, there's, there's, it's, I think it's a FIFA 21 marathon going upstairs on the PlayStation. So really I can sort of get away with it without him because actually he doesn't want to be interrupted or be seen. He just wants to be left alone, which is fine. Um, was the other one around that would be a different kettle of fish so that's the difference between a 14 and a 10 isn't it the 10s are a little bit more needy and a little bit more sort of want to get involved the older ones are just happy to to crack on but yeah i mean you know in in years gone by it has been difficult i have to say i think we you get to a tipping point in ages mm -hmm. where it's manageable unless you've maybe got girls who are happy to sit there and do craft and art and that sort of thing all day, which, which I don't, but um, yeah, I think certainly with boys, you've got to get them to a certain point to be comfortable work for me working from home. But obviously with yours, when you've got a full house, which is, I guess, rare, but usually yeah. it's a full house of, of five bambinos, isn't it? Uh, that's rare, but yes, yes yeah. it is. Now you see years ago when I was but a lad, and when I say but a lad, I went probably from when I was about eight, nine, something okay. like that. When these occasions occurred, my parents took me to work. So a total turning on its head, not not them working at home and you being there, you went into work with them. Okay, so what I, did they what did they do? Where did they work? Um at the time, yeah, so my dad was a, a paper merchant and worked okay. for uh, Quaife Paper. And yeah. I believe by that time, my, mo my mother did as well. Okay. Um, so they, they were both working for the same firm. Um, and not only was I taken in to the office, I was put to work. <laughs> 
were you making brews or were you actually was the manual labor involved in all of this uh yeah no i yeah, all stuff that you wouldn't be able to do these days health right? and safety would be would be like so, no, no. uh yeah i'd move paper about on a pallet truck um okay i'd I, yeah i'd help count stock um which uh, back in those days was like a manual yeah yeah process i'd um, I, th- I think when I was a little bit older than that, I then started answering the telephone. And, and I've just got visions of you when you said eight or nine on a pallet truck. I'm liking to think you were a bit old. This was later on in the, or was it Was it around then, do you think? Oh, probably about that. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine the, what would the, what would happen now if that was to go on? I know. I mean, you, go, you just couldn't do it. No. But, but how... But the point I'm raising here is, are we missing something? Yeah. Because actually, I had a really great learning experience from being at the coalface and working. Mm. I don't know. I think may, maybe we need to actually find ways of getting our children involved. I'm going to bring a guest on. Okay. I'm going to bring a guest on. Welcome, everybody, please, the wonderful Melanie Perry. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello darling. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm good, but I've got no makeup on. I was I was shocked when I got your, can you come? I was like, well, I can, but I might not look fantastic. But anyway. <laughs> One always looks fabulous. Fabulous. Right. <laughs> Me- Melanie, please meet uh, Stephen. Hello, Melanie. Hello, yeah. Stephen. Hello. Um, now, we need an adjudicator as well to make sure that this is all happening fairly. So okay. I'm also going to bring in. Oh, there. Hello. <laughs> Full house. Bang, Hello. bang, bang. Um, nice, so nice barnet. We will, Hi. We, will, we will talk about the barnet in a minute. And we will, okay. talk, about, oh. we will talk with Melanie about what Melanie does in a minute. Okay. But we need to play the game first. So let's explain the game to everybody. Okay. Um, each week, one of us has to go blindfolded. And this, he's, he's going to make it a stinker this week. Yeah. I'm going to go blindfolded. Um, I'm going to ask you, Melanie, questions about the object, person, whatever it is. But um steven's holding up right and you have to you have to help me so you have to answer those questions without telling me what it is mommy it matches my dress ren it matches my dress ren no it's all right ren's fine ren's fine (laughs) we've just been talking about children and working at home and trying to help it's fine and also i can do this so um adessa's now muted for a second right now I'm going to... Her husband would like to buy that button off you. <laughs> I'm going to put this on. So right, I, okay. I categorically can't see. I haven't got a Sutton Coalfield scarf. You're going to have to buy me one. I'll get you one. I, I'll get you one next time I'm there and send it down. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Perhaps now... The backer ones, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't shared my screen. Hang on a second. Here we go. You, share screen. You share? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Okay, on, hang on. Is it on the screen? Now, can you see my screen? Can Melody? everyone see the screen? No, I can't see 
I can see you, Stephen, but not. Ah. Hold on, I might have to just do this. Hang on, let me stop sharing then. I, I nearly on. did no, that. Do the share, do the share. Do the share, hang on, do the share, he says. Share screen. Yeah, do the share screen. Right. It should be on yeah, the screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can now. Okay. Yeah. Right. There is an image on the screen, isn't there? So yes. okay. Oh my word. Right. Okay. Well, Stephen's already given me a little bit of a steer with this, but there may be a person involved. So is this a person holding an object? No. Oh. Okay. Is 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 there definitely a person in the photo? Yes. Okay. Is there is there an, any kind of object in the photo at the same time? Yes. Ah. Okay. It, so is the person standing aside of the object? Yes. Okay. Uh, is the object a chair? Hmm. There are so many ways I could answer this one. It depends, <laughs> it depends on what I'm looking at. Um, so the answer actually could be yes and no. <laughs> it is, is, is the personage in here, is, are they of the male persuasion? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, do they have less hair than me? Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go make a cup of tea. This is going to go on for hours. This okay. one is right. I, I, it, are they in an office situation? Yes. Oh, okay. Now there's me thinking that they were at the hotel. Well, it could day. be a hotel. It's a room. It's oh. a room with looking right. um, officey. I, I'm going. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for. And I just have a stab at this. Mm. I'm going to go for the. This is Nick from Ergo Chair with a chair. There are chairs in the room. Right. <laughs> okay. Melanie, can I can I just interject there and help yeah. Graham out here? Because because otherwise we'll be still be doing this on Monday. Yeah. You are a third correct with what you said, Graham. Oh, okay. <laughs> a third. Oh, it's, so it's someone from Ergo Chair. You, well, you you named the person. Oh, I, okay. So Nick, it's Nick Arnold. Yes. In the in in the lobby with the candlestick. Yeah, and that's a th <laughs> and that that is a third of the right answer. Yeah, that's what I just said. It's it's, yeah. it's Mick Arnold in the yes. lobby with the candlestick. Yes. Yeah, and, 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 that, he... and Nick Arnold from Ergo Chair is a third of the correct answer. Ah, ah. So it's actually Nick Arnold, yourself, and Patrick. All in the same room. Patrick. Garrington from Contour. You're now two-thirds right. All right. So why don't we focus on the other... Um, Melanie, the, uh, the, the unnamed individual is the one on the right-hand side of the picture. So maybe if Graham 
asks you some questions about that person on the right, you may be able to describe that person and you may be able to guess who it is. Yes, could you describe that person for me on the right hand side, please? Okay, on my right, that I'm looking at the, Correct. the guy in the jumper with the lanyard. Yes. Yeah? Yes, that's okay. him. So this person has got um, a beard. Okay. He's got dark hair. He's got mm -hmm. quite a quite a interesting coloured jumper on. <laughs> it clashes with the chair. Dark trousers. Ooh. Do you oh. want to ask anything about this guy, Graham? Is is it guy? No, he doesn't have a beard. Um, and that was it, last week. That yeah, was last is, week's right answer. Is, is this is this someone from um, an ergonomics company that sell? Is it a dealership? Mm. Oh no, it's not. Is it? Who are you thinking? I, I'm. I'm thinking. Well, I'm trying to think. Of someone with a beard. I mean, for me, he's very tall. He's about six foot six. Really? Six foot five. Six foot six. Yeah. You know him. Oh, <laughs> do dark I really? hair, dark beard. I'm going to kick myself when I find out, aren't I? I'll give you another clue. Mm -hmm. He's from the northeast, and he supports a great football team. Um, and he's currently unconnecting from you on LinkedIn for not knowing who he is. Well... <laughs> I was going to go for it with one of the online ergonomics boys. Right. Is it? Okay. Uh, so it's, it's clearly because he's 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 um, got hair. It's not Mark. So it mu must be Ross. Is it? Why don't you have a look? Hey! Very good. <laughs> Very good. I, I was taking um, a couple of pictures of, of the day on Wednesday. And when we said about the photo, I thought, I'm sure I've got one that's got three people in it from three different organisations. And I thought, Graham will absolutely love that for... Um, well, for, the, thing for that, the thing that threw me slightly for a second was the beard, because he doesn't always sport a beard. No. See? Uh, so that's, that's a bit of... That's a lot of uh, extra material. Melanie... Thanks yeah. for thanks for helping out. That <laughs> achieved absolutely nothing. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and normally we we tell people about the ergonomic thing that appeared in the photo. But all I can tell you in in this instance is those are, are three very lovely people. No. Um, and uh, you know, do look them up on LinkedIn. That's all I'm gonna say. Melanie, tell us a little bit about what you do. I produce video for business, so I can produce um, anything from short animations for social media and, and websites, um, animated infographics, stuff like that, um, or live action filming if people want to present themselves to camera. And I help people do that uh, in a good way. There you go. In so, a nutshell. so next time um, you're doing, a, doing an event and you want a little video of it, yeah, yeah. Melanie's your lady. Melanie's your lady. She'll be, be around with her camera. She could come around with her camera. And rather than that very shoddy photograph that you just took, 
you could have something really professional, couldn't you? It was an iPhone, and then I was trying to get it to match the size of a PowerPoint slide. So it ended up getting scraps, and I thought, it doesn't show them in the greatest light, but I thought, well, whatever. It doesn't matter, does it? So, so hence why it was a little bit out of focus. No, it was great, but what it proves, what it proves there is that actually there's a big difference between people just just producing stuff themselves mm. for social media, mm. you know, off the phone or whatever. And actually what are you saying, some... Graham? Uh, that I'm well... not a very good cameraman. <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the correct answer. Just say it. Yeah, it is the correct it answer. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, between someone having something professionally produced mm. and, mm. and, you know, doing this, that and the other, you know, mm. and there's a, there's a time and a place, obviously... Yeah at a budget but there's a time and a place to actually make that call and up skill into yeah. or upgrade into into someone properly doing it for you yeah definitely so, there you Could go I ask melanie a question graham just of without giving away can. any tips of the trade what what's the biggest what's the sort of the biggest area where you find the the amateur aka me versus the pro yourself what, what's the what's the biggest area that people struggle on or where is it where you can add most value say on on video or photography what's the the, big... the, big, the biggest thing is audio. Okay. Bad audio can kill a good video. Um, and people, I think it's something because um, we're so widely available to stream on StreamYard and on Facebook and everybody thinks that they're a professional now. Yeah. And it's not until they can see the dis the difference or certainly hear the sound quality of the mm. difference. Um, when I'm talking to people about, especially creating pieces that are designed to sell a particular product or service, and it's not just the quality of the vocals and making sure there's no background noise and all this kind of jazz, but putting um, music behind a piece. A bit, mm. oh, I don't use music, I, I, I just listen with everything, the sound off. Or a lot of people don't these days. And if you're selling, people buy with emotion first and foremost. Yes. And you need to you need to, to get that feeling in. And just flat, flat words, just it doesn't do it. It it create you have to create a story mm. and create a story appealing to all the senses. The words are important, the look is important, but the feel is important. And you get that with a backing track, even okay. if it's really, really subtle. Yeah. You know, and if and that's where again, you're using professional somebody doing it themselves. Oh, I've got some sound. I'll just drop drop the audio of the music, and then I'll I'll talk a bit louder over the top. Whereas if you go to professional, they're going to duck that audio at all the right places, and it's going to be a lot smoother, and it's going to be a sound a whole a whole lot different. Right. Um, so there, Can I there also are... say it's a lot quicker as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. My son uses that uh, here come home and he'll use my computer um he's got he's got he's got all of his kit as well he's he's studying film at university and that, for a start I'll, I'll reiterate what um, melanie's saying about sound when they go out and do a film there's a sound unit there's a group of them doing sound mm -hmm. different parts of the process not just like one person going well i'm doing the sound there's lots of people involved in getting that sound absolutely right yeah. with with lots of different kit but also even when it comes to things like editing i'll be sitting there and i'll be like oh i'll just get that and move it to that and here come along and here know all the shortcuts for for the programs or whatever and here just go 
I said it to, and I'll be yeah. like, what? Yeah. 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 It's fiddly. I mean, when, when you're creating a piece, yeah. you know, the, the raw footage of a professional piece, you know, the raw footage will never, ever, ever go out. Mm. You know, you have got the sound design, you've got the sound engineering. They're two different things. You have got the color grading as well. You know, the raw camera footage will hardly ever go out. It is always going to be enhanced for the best color and the best feel and the best depth. And these are all very technical skills. And when you're working with professionals, each one of those professionals does that as their main job. You've got a film colorist, you've got a mm. film editor, you've got a film producer, you've got an artistic director, you've got a sound guy who who both designs the sound of how it's going to look and feel kind of in the script. And then you've got the sound engineer who actually puts those sounds in the right places and, and makes it sound like it should should do. I mean, there's a wonderful clip on LinkedIn from a guy who um, put a little bit of the, the, the backstory of, um, I think it's Transformers, and he, he was a split screen and it was absolutely wonderful to see because there was a, the, the robot, the big robot that's clanking up from being a car into some great hulking monster thing. And then they showed you the sound design guy and how that was made. And it's a guy literally who's just built like um, a scaffolding kind of rig with a metal pole. And he's like bashing the hell <laughs> out of this, 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 this structure that he's made and scraping it and getting all these noises. And then obviously it's the sound engineer's job to take that and you know put some reverb on it or you know all these other effects that you can have and time it to each you know arm shooting out and legs shooting out and whatever. So when you, you're watching it as a viewer, you're seeing this wonderful transma- transformation of this ro- robot, but you're not really thinking about it because it's all happening so naturally. Mm. It's so believable. You know, and that's the mark of a good film or a good piece of, of TV is that it's so flawless and so you're not having to think about, well, that didn't sound quite right or that's a bit off or that colour, why is he green? You know, so there's a lot involved and a lot of highly skilled, very technical people involved in making a good production, which is why it, it costs. I've just had a conversation with a lady uh, this morning who was looking, her her company looking to, to have something produced and live streamed. And when I stated some figures to her and she she took a step backwards and yeah. i said well no think about it let's break it down shall we this is what you want you want a high quality production you want to live stream it at a high quality these are all the people that are going to be involved in that and they're not going to come cheap and why should they come cheap because they Absolutely. are specialists they are technical yeah. specialists and then she's yeah. like yeah you're right i said yeah no i'm right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, you yeah. get what you pay for in life. You do mm-hmm. get what you pay for in life, and it's it's the same in every profession. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's the thing, and it's exactly it's the same in um, in, the, in the field of ergonomics and 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 that that sort of supply as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, and we've seen this all the way through the pandemic. It's uh, it, p- people trying to see if they can buy into it at a, a lower level. Yeah, you know. Seeing oh oh I need a I need a decent chair for my back. Well, what's your budget? Fifty quid. Yeah. Buy buy a box and sit on it because you yeah, might yeah. as well. Yeah, a, <laughs> a big bag, one of those, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because you, 
Jim Ball, yeah. Chris Ball, yeah. Mm. I, I, it does make me wonder, you know, just, just uh, you know, touching on what Melanie said and what you've, you've said there, Graham. Is this a very British thing? Because, you know, we do seem very keen on a bit of a race to the bottom, don't we, in terms of price? We always seem to ask, you know, and maybe I think we all probably do it. I mean, is it, is it has the whole development of Amazon and online sort of driven us that way that we look to we look to get at the cheapest price and not think about what's the value add what like like with melanie what what's the expertise with ourselves what's the value add what's the adjustability it just makes you think is it just us in this country or does this go on everywhere where the instant first thing is how much does it cost and how can i get that person down on the price i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's everywhere in the world no odessa i'll ask your opinion on that just as she's asking me a question as well. Um, what was the question? Sorry, what was the question she asked? What, my child, what she's asking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm we finished, can, can you wipe my hands? <laughs> <laughs> lunch or painting? She's just had, she's just had lunch. I'm okay. not doing painting up here, are you kidding? Yeah. I don't um, do painting. Yes, yes, you can wash your hands is the answer to Thanks. that. Thanks very much. Yeah. Is there that? Oh, I'm enjoying my last child-free day because it's half term next week for me. So this is the last day he's going to be at school. So I'm yeah, yeah. thoroughly enjoying my last child-free yeah, yeah. day for half yeah. Well, exactly. No. We were bringing that up as a subject earlier, which is mm. why we're we're physically bringing children into the shows. To, to, to I don't have a choice. <laughs> She's no, coming well, in with her ass. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And people just have to accept that these days, I think. You know, mm. we're, we're, we're still not in a, a situation where you know the support is necessarily available and there you know i think we've got to accept that there's still a lot of people i know i'm changing the subject but there's a lot of people who haven't got the support that they once had mm. in terms of parents looking after children or whatever mm. because those parents are still isolating mm. you know although although no, mine just say no <laughs> Odessa's parents have been vulnerable for about 20 months now, haven't they? So. <laughs> They've been vulnerable for about 25 years. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, mine say no as well, but they're now using COVID as the excuse. Mm. So there we go. That, that's that's the typical uh, situation. So, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of... Yeah, and you can you probably have... answer this, Ren. Are we bad in this country? Are, 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 we, are we always looking for something cheaper? <laughs> I don't know if she's the right person to ask. <laughs> what about you, Odessa? What, what about, what do you think? Um, no, I was talking, thank you. Um, I was talking to somebody who, um, I talked to a few people who kind of do craft fairs and stuff like that and, and do bespoke products. <laughs> wow, this is getting interesting. Um, and they said that the amazing thing is that actually to get something right, to get something of good quality, you do have to spend the time and that's man hours and that's years of training and it, yeah you're encouraging us Stephen um and <laughs> years of expertise and so that adds to the cost and people think that you should be able to get the cheapest product possible um but actually you should pay for something that's going to last um but yes everybody who actually trains specifically to make something will always say everybody always races for the cheapest they don't want to pay me for my time and expertise which mm. is what makes it more expensive but yeah product Part of the problem with that that I find is not actually that the re the reality that, that I've seen is not necessarily that people are not prepared to pay it. It's the people who are not prepared to ask mm -hmm. for it. 
Yeah. There's a lot of business owners who don't, I'm not going to say they don't believe in their own value, but they're not, we're not like Americans. We are not as comfortable stating this is what it costs because I'm an expert. If you don't like it, go and work with somebody else. Yeah. We're not, we're not so good at that, but yeah. it's something that I've learned to do a lot more of um, over the last couple of years. And you know what? I've never been turned down. Mm on price because if i can demonstrate that i have a value and i work with people of value i look for collaborations a lot of the time and i'm going to have a word with you hopefully graham in a, in a bit but um I, when when i tell people like the lady i saw speaking to this morning i said it is what it is because yeah you are asking for this 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 and this you're telling me that you have got a client it's an oil company wants to present a high quality broadcast yes you can do that can you do that with a tripod and an iphone no you can't because you're not going to have the sound quality for a start yeah. um but we british people i think need to get a little bit more comfortable with with saying this is my worth this is yeah. what you're going to get you're going to be delighted with that because the money's out there and not everybody will quibble on price. And a lot of people who really do or they try to do it on the cheap, what normally happens is they do it, they don't get the results that they want, they don't get the piece that they want, and then they end up spending more in the end because they have to come to an expert like me to say, oh, can you do it? Can we can we start again? Whereas buy, che buy cheap, buy twice. Yeah, and a lot of people do. A lot of people, yeah. it's a trap they fall into. And then then they think, oh, you know, it's so awful. But I think but all you need to do is have the right conversations with the right people to start with. And it might not be in your budget right now, but maybe you can build it into your budget for next year hmm. if you're planning on a bigger marketing piece, if you're planning to really take your company to the next level. And you need to, you know, people know the value of um, investing in marketing services and social media services and all of that. And, and, and you can do certain bits yourself on social media. We, we've got a lot more wanting to see the face behind the brand and all that kind of stuff and doing stuff like that on LinkedIn is great. But if you're a company wanting to go places, you have to invest in video production as part of your overall marketing plan. And you need to have the budget for that. It's not for everybody at every stage of their journey, but you have to know when it is that you can cross that, that line and that's planning. That's that's just business planning and a business growth and business strategy, really. Great advice. Thank you so much. Oh, that's Thank you, Melanie. <laughs> no, no, that's exactly what this 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 program is all about, and that's been really really helpful to, today. So, uh, th and thanks for coming on and playing the game. That's stupid right. that it may be. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, it does that's have. A it, and he is stupid because he because he needed loads of help. That's why I really did today. Yeah. I, I was really oh, stuck no. there. It doesn't so. help that I don't know the people that you're talking about. So no, I'm just that's going. the whole. That's <laughs> the whole premise. That's the whole premise. But yeah, because when we first started, it, we wanted to just do it with the two of us. Yeah. See? But it makes it so much more fun yeah. when someone who has not a clue. <laughs> comes in and does it and and besides which we, it, you know the great thing for us is meeting people like yourself mm. and, uh, and and having those conversations so oh. melanie thank you so much for today and i i will i'll speak to you soon after this uh, uh this yeah i've got another call that i need to hop on so i need to duck yeah. out guys but it's been really that lovely talking to you thank you for Thanks, having me melanie. on thank you cheers take care bye and then there were three and then there's three <laughs> adessa right oh uh, graham hang on what did i say to you before we went on air what 
look at Odessa. What did I say to you? One person that we need to, Stephen was saying, one person that we really, really need to get on this program is Andy, who's the yeah. producer of your top. Yeah. yeah. So, and there you and go. then you've and come then, on in the top. You, it's almost as though this like is orchestrated. Orchestrated, you know? Yeah. Wonder if it, I could do with a new hoodie. I wonder if we could, if we keep mentioning Andy and unconventional and banging on. There might be, you know, we, it didn't work with Super Dry Grey, and we tried that, and it, it was like an epic fail, wasn't it? But I wonder if I can get a, a, a bargain off Andy. What do you think? Yeah, well, you might be able to. Yeah, you might listen. Mm. But, but, but then, but exactly. But but then, is What's that you trying to beat someone down when actually the value is there? Pretty much so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we are, that's the point, though. We are all guilty of it. We are all guilty of it. Um, Last time I checked, he still had a sale. So, go and see. Okay. A sale. A sale. <laughs> he wants a hoodie, though, not a sale. <laughs> oh. Tumbleweed. Even for yeah. me, that was bad. Yeah. So, um, chop you, shop. You have your hair, chop shop. Um, you've, you've cut your hair. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just a cut though, was it? No, it was a series of multiple cuts. <laughs> no, it, it it was the cut of your life, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just talk to yeah, talk to us about that. Well done. Yeah, well done. Thanks, thanks. What would you like to know? Well, I didn't uh, see what? it live, so talk us talk me through what happened. What did I miss? Um. Well, my friend Emma is the hairdresser in question who did the chop. Um, I've known her for. I know, best part of 12 years, possibly more. Got married at the same time, whatever. Um, what, the same I, venue? I, it was like a double wedding? No, no, it was like a month apart. Oh, okay. Um, and it was a different husband as well. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't share. Um, no, so, and I don't, I don't particularly like hairdressers. So when I decided that I was going to have it cut, I had to just wait until Emma was free. Um, I, yeah. It had to be a friend as well. And it's the longest chop that she's done for a friend as well. And obviously I've known her for a long time. So she was probably more nervous than I was at this mm. point. Um, so she, yeah, no, she did a really good job. Um, we had a lot of laughs, which actually made it a lot easier. I think had it have been in a hairdresser's or something else like that, it'd have been a lot more difficult to do because I just had no idea how I was going to respond. Um, yeah, I was freaking out a few days before. A friend of mine is always up at 5 a.m. and I was waking up a lot. So we were having conversations. He was like, honestly, it will be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but it was more actually, not so much actually having the hair cut. It was more things going wrong. And like halfway through the live, being shouted at, halfway through the live, we had a thunderstorm, which sounds normal. It sounds fine. But at the moment, because my laptop broke, we've got my network cable running from the front room to the outside of the house through the bedroom window so I can work upstairs. And I sat there and I saw the thunder. I was like, oh, no. Like, of all the things to happen, I yeah. lose it. But um, it's fine. Um, all the things I couldn't control. The aim was, and the whole thing was for charity yeah. as well. So the whole thing was yeah. for um, the Little Princess Trust. Um, the 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 amount that Odessa was trying to raise, and obviously the, her hair as well as the money, went to the charity. Um, yeah. So hope, hopefully, I hope you guaranteed that in the post. By the way, I hope you used. I, I how did you how do you send it to them? Emma? So Emma sorted it out. She's done it for a lot of people. 
Um, yeah. All you've got to do is you send it, and you just send it in a in a special envelope. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which which has There's nothing that excited. If you, if you steal this hair. Mm. Um. Anyway, yeah, and and then you were raising money as well. You had an mm -hmm. initial target, which was far far too low, which was a thousand pounds. All right. All right. Um. I really, really didn't want to do. I did not want to do fundraising at all. I hate it. I hate uh, doing that. Ashley convinced you to raise that up. Yeah, he did. Um, and uh, so the the next budget was two thousand two hundred. And where where yeah. are you as of today? Uh, two thousand three hundred sixty-one. And that means four, four. wigs, four. four whole wigs will get produced wow. out of this. Um, yeah making a real difference to to children that um, are going through uh, something you can't even imagine mm. them going through yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely so yeah the whole thing was the whole thing's good so thank thank you for for coming on today um, <laughs> in bits and pieces <laughs> in bits and pieces and and actually proving the point by bringing ren on as well um yeah just just from your own perspective just how hard is it working i hate it i absolutely <laughs> hate it don't beat around the bush will you no i mean i'll sugarcoat it for you no it's um i when i'm in work mode i'm in work mode so i find it very difficult being a parent at the same time mm. find it very distracting and i feel under a lot of pressure even though i haven't really got a lot to do today because i was ahead um but it's just I like how there. you qualified that bit there because Graham was thinking she hasn't got much to do today. <laughs> My to-do list is massive. Yeah, yeah it always is. Some of us get ahead and some of us don't. Be <laughs> <laughs> some of us. Are some of us working. are the diary. Some of us mm. are the diary. Um, no, it's um, yeah. She just dis disconnected to my computer earlier, halfway through a client call. Uh, my husband locked the front door so the dog walker couldn't get in, so he was trying to break down the front door. We've had it all today. We've literally had it all. But no, I really don't like working with them around at all. And this is really what life it. is like. This is what life is like with home working. And it's. And but I'm a control it's... freak. Some of us deal with this really well, and some of us mm. don't. You deal with it very well. How you do it, Graham, I don't know. But um, I deal with it very badly. Uh, chains, locks. <laughs> um... <laughs> Specially designed boxes for children. No, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate. sugar, sugar. Well, I, I tried that with the Happy Meal, but she's tried to take the lid off her Pepsi. We're on the carpet. We're upstairs in the boys' room, so that would have been fun. Yeah, um, she's tried to paint the walls. Also, <laughs> got another thing. I think I, it, it is incredibly difficult, and I mm. think I think one of the things to be said here is that a lot of employers. Uh, probably still haven't really cottoned on to exactly what people need no. in terms mm. of support no, not at all. when it comes to helping well thanks you know um <laughs> when it comes to helping to, this is my fourth job of the year okay this is not the fourth like this is not the first time i've had to deal with children at home and yeah. when i've worked in other places um having yeah. the children around you were always made to feel guilty if they interrupted mm. a call they sort of you were hoping and this is what i find really bizarre is that some of my bosses were were people with children themselves i guess you could call them parents but mm. it meant that you would expect them to, <laughs> you'd expect them to understand and they didn't they still did it and it was it wasn't that i wasn't getting the work done it was that you'd get somebody come and sit on your lap or ask you a question or interrupt a call and yeah. 
and actually where were you working where people where were you working that people came and sat on your lap well, i don't think she's allowed to say i'm talking about children obviously. okay so. <laughs> <laughs> i like that you went that straight away i was like working from home they the children the children came over flipping mm. nora we're taking this a bit south aren't we um no it's it's it is the more it happened the more nervous I was actually initially I was kind of like they had kids coming on and it was mm. fine and it and then it got to a point where the relationship was breaking down anyway and it became a big deal um which was just yeah well it's actually I said to you didn't I this morning because we said we've got a meeting with a fairly large client and I said the children if the children are there the children are there mm. that's just that's just part of it you know yeah I'm, just, a, I'm not I'm just not that relaxed I'm not that relaxed anymore is that is that you personally wouldn't be comfortable even though you even though the other person at the other end probably would is it just is it that you're not comfortable that what they might come and do break your train of thought yeah. or um hmm. yes children are notoriously embarrassing and they hmm. always want to ask you I've been on zoom calls where we were toilet training Ren and she came launching into the conversation with an announcement and all sorts of things. So I know the worst can happen. Mm. <laughs> I've been there, thankfully, it was a Zoom call with a guy that I've known for a little while and it was fine. But um, they are very unpredictable. And mm. um, for me especially, because most of my background has been very corporate, um, I'm still very much in work mode and yeah. there's parent and then there's you know, there's business person and I always try and separate the two. So when those two worlds collide, I don't know how to deal with it. I'm not very good at switching between the two. And I think it's got worse during the pandemic as well, because there was not so much of a separation that you had to try and put that in by how you present yourself as well. So it's a learning curve. Will it, will it always carry on? Yes. And I'll have to just get used to it. But I'm just mm. such a control freak that it does my head in. I think the more you do it, I think the more you um, see that actually people will accept it. Mm. I'm all right with other people doing it, but, yeah, but I, I think have been more... in calls when you can see people are quite awkward by the situation that's now in front of them as well. And yeah. I've been mostly fortunate, but you can see like halfway through a call if somebody comes to sit on you and wants to ask you a question and they need something fixing, you can see the person going, oh, just I'm really busy. I just need to get to the end of the sentence or I just mm. need to get on with this. You can see people still aren't there yet. And it very much depends who you're talking to. But you can't also assume that those people are going to be OK with those kind of interruptions. Yeah, that's, true. that's true. That's true. Uh, it reminds me, actually, of a, a poll that I did uh, this week, which was really quite interesting, which this was around. Me. Yeah, which was around. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know dress you sense. polls. Yeah, I know. It's just kind of a thing that I just started doing. Well, yeah, <laughs> quite a long time ago. Um, it was around what people wear at work, because I think culturally that is changing. But there are times when people still expect the suit. They still expect the, yeah, you know, a, mm. a, a different look. But you can hear it in, in people's tonality, tonality and you can hear it in, in the way people respond to things. Some people... Are, are quite uncomfortable with all of this casualness that's going on. Yeah, I am as well, to be fair. Right. I don't like it either. I like it I, personally. I most of mm. the time, I mean, you've made it worse, but <laughs> most of the time I, 
I have dressed up for work, even when I've been just working away doing admin, even when I was between jobs and networking and stuff, most of the time, if not every day, I would dress um, mm. smart. Yeah. I mean, I used to wear a, a shirt <laughs> and tie. Yeah, yeah, I used to wear a tie every day. And look, you're thinking, I could never, ever go, I would never go back to wearing more full stop. Yeah. Really? I just think, I, I wonder what, I wonder what the impact on Thai sales has been <laughs> from all of this. I, at the weekend, I threw away every suit other than one. Yeah. Every suit yeah. other than one. Wow. Because I'm not going, I'm not going back there. I'm just no. not going back there. I've got smart clothes. but Smart I, casual. Smart casual, but I just don't feel. You mean the T-shirt that you washed? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yeah, shirt, I, I mean shirt, chinos, that that sort of thing, etc. But what I mean is I just don't see the need mm. to be wearing a suit. There will be the one or two occasions where I know that I'm going to need to wear a suit, so I go keep one suit. But I don't need a I don't need a wardrobe full of suits anymore. Just don't need to do it. I mean, if I know I've got a day of calls with prospects or with clients, I will make an effort. I think that's important. Yeah, I do a lot of the time. To be fair, I still wear suit trousers even if it looks like I'm <laughs> slumming it. I've got to be it's honest. A- I'm very much rocking the uh, work shirt. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Hang on, hang on. Nike tracksuit bottoms, though. Yeah, yeah, my husband started doing that. Yeah, but this when is people the, this can is, see the top half. <laughs> this is an interesting thing. When when Stephen and I first started this, yeah, he he wore he wore more of. Um, so it's you your know, fault then, yeah. You're no, lowering our standards. What's happened? My, everything yeah. is always everything is always my fault. Um, we're we're running out of time. One of the things that I, I did want to discuss today. Um, is something I can completely forgot. I've completely forgotten there. What was the other thing that I that I was saying at the beginning that we wanted to talk to today? I'm going to have working to from home and kids. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to look back on my notes now. You've made me forget. It's Why? always someone else's fault, isn't it? With this lad, it is. It's always someone else's fault. Lame game. Yeah. How oh. old are you now, and we're still having to help you out? Yeah, I've got. I've actually got to look back at my notes. I, I've completely forgotten. Uh, here we go. Oh yes, that's what it was. Thank you, thank you. I've remembered. You're thanking yourself now. <laughs> I'm thanking. I'm thanking. I'm thanking the power of the internet to remind me. I um, I've done a little bit of a social experiment this week, so I just quickly want. Was to I part of that? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. I've done a few polls where I've actually um, talked about one thing in the in the post itself, and then actually the polls completely different. Um, and I wanted to see, do people actually read posts? My view is that a lot of the time people don't. With your polls, that again is okay. something I've, I've only just come across, Graham. This must yeah, be something new yeah. that you're doing. I generally, uh, can I be honest? Yeah, I go to the poll. I don't yeah. really read the blurb. I go to the, I go, what are my four yeah. choices? Yeah. That's generally what I do with a poll. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think read, they do. I always read his because I know that there's something I'm going to be quizzed on later. <laughs> so I've learned to read the small text. But if I'm going through it in my feed, so there are certain people that I will go to their account first thing to see mm. what they posted. There are about four or five people I'll do that for. And he asks me if I haven't. So I know I'm going to have to read it at some point. But when it's actually in my feed and I'm scrolling through it, I don't bother reading it. 
because I know people are waiting for me to gauge on stuff and they just want somebody to vote. They don't really care about the message. Some of them, you can tell they haven't thought about what they're writing. They just mm. thought, oh, I'll put a poll out and that's it. So some of it's not even worth slowing down for. I'd say the majority, when I was slowing down for them, it was a waste of time. So it's just taught me not to. No offence to anyone who have answered their polls for this week. There you go. I think it's really quite interesting. <laughs> I think, I've so not only is this affecting uh cloves and that kind of culture i think actually we're generally getting quite lazy uh, actually reading material properly I, I just think we we now live in a snapshot generation and actually we just go to the the, the, the easiest point of delivery for everything it's the same with music you know you, you know and i talk about that on the music show a lot the amount of artists that get so frustrated because they've spent time producing an album and you know what they really want is for someone to buy that album sit there listen to both sides so it's why a lot of them are going back to producing vinyl mm. is because with with things like um the streaming services etc people are just going and they listen to 30 they don't even listen to a whole song they listen to 30 seconds of a song and go mm. oh yeah that was good on to the next 30 seconds on to the next 30 seconds he's you describing know. me and he's not describing me i listen to the whole album and mm. you know Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to leave us with this question today and perhaps we'll come back and talk about it next time. What are we missing? What are we missing by not looking mm. at the finer detail? I'll leave you with that. Everyone, it's been great, great having everybody back again today. Uh, there won't be a WoW Ergonomics next week. Stephen is on holiday, but there will be one the following week. There so, will. And, until then. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to bring my kids on, but Stephen's not bringing on his. <laughs> I did Honestly, say, I, I, I wouldn't did do say, that to you. I, I did say, but there we go. Um, so there we go. Until next time, it's been absolutely brilliant. Uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.